Confused about what markets to include in your Ned's Same Game Multi? Or is the game about to kick off? With Ned's popular Same Game Multi, see what bets are trending with like-minded punters and simply add it straight to your bet slip within the app. Think it needs more? You can customize or add more legs for bigger odds quickly and easily within the Ned's app, so you can take it to the Ned's level. Take it to the Ned's level. Download the Ned's app now and look out for the popular Same Game Multi tab. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code Aces and you'll get 20% off that's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get back into the show. Welcome back to the Aces Premiership Countdown. Oh, I'm not Felix place. Von Hoff. I'm trying to be him right now. Um, the man has gone down with laryngitis. Mm. So if there's a time to have a fever... There's finals fever, and when I think of finals, I think of Nathan Broad, the three-time premiership player from the Tigers. Welcome, Broadie, and the super coach, 16 on the trot into a prelim yeah. for Werribee. Boys, welcome to the Aces Premiership Countdown. Hey, good to be here, but uh, Nathan Broad, built for September, doesn't know what to do with himself this September because the Tigers, mate, just uh, not their year, eh? No, not our year's here. Thanks, Train. Good to see you, mate, and Mickey. Um, yeah, not our year this year, but... Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. I don't know what to do with myself. BNF's booked for um, post-finals. Oh, so, right. Um, right October in the middle of Yeah, so I'm a bit, bit lost what to do, but got a new bub, so she's keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. And congratulations on the new bub. Two dads in the house. Yeah, Let's talk life. a bit. What's it, life? Little girl, yeah. Little girl, yeah. 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 Girl, girl we're going to no, have no, a bloody dads. good AFLW team coming up in about 20 years or so. We've got Cochins, Rewalt, myself. There's pumping out girls down at Tigerland. Yeah, that was a trend, wasn't it? Even at Frio, they always there was said a lot of girls, you know, Ballas, Sandalands, girls coming out everywhere in uh, in the dock. I isn't did it? read and something. And athletes, that's the thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's the warm have... testicles or something, isn't it? I mean, that's what they say. It's something about the, the, warm, the warm testicles. Well, the speedos keep them in there tight, <laughs> yes. warming them up. Apparently, that's it's what happens when you're, a, when you're a male and you're an athlete. You <laughs> generally have girls more often than not. Um, but anyway. But let's talk about it. So you've had the, had the bub. Uh, how old? A month. A month. Uh, on Friday, yeah. So you had so. a late in the season. Um, how did that? impact you? Well, first of all, how was the emotions and how did it all go and how's the feeling now? Um, and just a quick transition into being a father and playing footy. Yeah, it was um, oh, it was a bit of a shock to the system, to be honest, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, had two games to go and um, it was tough going uh, there for a bit. Sleep's still not going great. She's up every three hours. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, long nights, but it's awesome. As you know, It's everyone yeah. always says it's the hardest thing you'll do, but it is the best thing you'll ever do. But to dads that have a baby mid-season or start of the season, uh, hats off to you because it's... Um, it's tough going. It's very, I'm a 10-hour-night guy, yeah. 10 hours sleep my oh, whole yeah, life 10. pretty much. Yeah, like even growing up school, I'd be 10 hours every night, and now I'm going into well, six. Captain Snooze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gee, I thought hours. I was bad with eight. <laughs> Five to six hours, I'm a shell of a human uh, a few Tommy, days. Uh, crusty the Clown because you come into training on a morning, just crust all through his <laughs> eyes. That, <laughs> that's not true. That's the first time he's ever called me Crusty the Clown. I might have come in time, but I never had that shit around. I don't know. I would have been asleep. I reckon she might have been a few late nights at Ambar or something. Yeah, a bit of that for training. Ambar, where was that? Is that In the city, yeah. The dungeon down there. Yeah. We'll get to the off-field antics soon. It is a since we've been to some nightclubs in Perth. Yeah, it is. But it's a new bub, off-season, best and fairest book for post-grand final. I want to bring up Dion Prestia and following him on Instagram. Meatball. What what do they do? They were dressed up as. The, oh, where were they? <laughs> where were they? And what were they doing? We'll obviously get the little snapshot of uh, yes, what, where he is in the world, right what, he's, what he's wearing. But it, it was odd. Yeah, we had our Mad Monday, which we do every year. Um, and it's there's no theme on Mad Monday. It's just make sure you put in some effort. And um, we don't have any photos or videos. It's pretty pretty secretive yeah. our Mad Mondays. But um, their kits were too good not to post. Yeah. So Richmond posted it. Um, they went as the Hobbit and Gandalf. <laughs> And we're out at the Yarra Valley at a winery and um, 
there's a scene from, I guess it's The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings or something where they're chasing it and they reenacted it, as I'm sure Braden will pick up on. Um, and it is absolute gold. I saw um, someone put it up. It's oh, just perfect. Got me, I thought they were in Scotland or something. Oh, oh no. I just thought they were on a trip, but that was, you yeah, know, no, that was our man Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah so it was, and um, housemates as well. Just and great chemistry yeah. and uh, mm. Soldo and Dion. The yeah, size best, dress, best dress by what'd my you, what'd was you awesome. go Oh, I was a bit of an in-house joke of mine. I went with someone that's um, one of the staff oh, yeah. at the club. So we would, a lot of in-house jokes get um, done at our Mad Mondays, which is always very good. Mm, brilliant. When is the last time you had an off-season like this where you weren't playing finals? Can you remember it? Oh, no. 21? No. I don't know. We went out, when, for, we went out in the first final last year, 2021. I don't when know. When did you get drafted? Because I, I was thinking about this on the drive-in. Uh, mature age recruit. We'll get to that in a second. Mm. Um but came in, 17 premiers, um, 19? 19 premiers, premiers 20, 20 premiers. 20 premiers. Um, A in prelim. And yeah, so finals, three premierships, all, all bloody bliss in, in the world of Nathan Broad. But when did you get drafted? Um, and, yeah, talk to us about probably finals compared to, to the regular season and how, how you've, you guys have had so much success with the attitude you have. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously – Right time, right place for myself. I was a late bloom at AFL, same as you. Um, and then came in end of 2016. It was pretty dire straits, to be honest. It was, uh, sorry, end of 2015. And 2016 was, yeah, it was not a good place to be. Um, we had like, I remember having a sign on the ping pong table saying, do 20 minutes of touch before you can play and sign on the lift, take the stairs and all that. And like, it was just, <laughs> we, we were clutching at straws there yeah. for a bit. When you're losing, was, uh, you're really losing. Yeah, yeah. Doing. I, I, when you're losing, I was there. Losing pre-2015, but it, yeah. that was bad days too. And um, we were clutching at straws and end of 2016, obviously Dimmer went away to America and did this course in Kochi and all that stuff came with vulnerability and we started and it just changed the whole club. Um, we just had this new lease on life and we just made the club one place. There was no segregated groups. Everyone was one place. And from then on in, we just, yeah, went on this absolute streak and um, yeah, it's been ridiculous. Mm, it's so been amazing. Good, but yeah, finals footy and Regular season footy yeah. is a whole different kettle of fish. Um, one, you need to have fit people in the park, yeah. um, which helps obviously, but also you need to time it. Like in 2018, we won about 15 in a row. Um, not going to lose the granny type stuff. Yeah. Get to the prelim in Collingwood, absolutely. Yeah, have that have 15 minutes where they just go. Yeah, bananas. Mason Cox just turned it on. And um, yeah, so you really do have to time it. And that's why I think the Giants, your old mom, T train, I reckon they're the smoky to look out for. Yeah. They've contested, mm. contested ball kings, has got them flying up there. and um, yeah, they're timing it well. Their last two games have been outstanding. So, a little smoky for mine. The Giants. Talk to me about Kingers because you know him pretty well. Mm. Yeah, I don't. He, um, I don't. I don't really. I don't think I've asked anyone about Kingers. Funny story about Kingers is true. He, he came in from Saints, um, very hot, like extremely hot, just a bit of a sergeant, like drilling into it, and, and we were all. We were in our new transition phase, yeah, you know, yeah. lovey-dovey. You were playing, yeah, yeah, you were playing ping pong yeah, without, yeah. without doing There's no touch anymore. We're just smacking ping pong. Yeah, we're catching the lift. We're <laughs> loving <laughs> each other. <laughs> we're barely working. And Kings comes in and he's just rah, rah, rah. And we had, leadership group had to sit him down and say, hey, well, let's just, we, we don't, like, it's not like that here. We obviously have tough conversations, mm. but, you know, you can relax and take a step back. And once he got that feedback mm. and that, he just became the king as the person, not king as the coach. And King as a person is just one of the best blokes you'll ever come across. He's an absolute ripper. Um, and I'm so glad he got the job because I think he got pretty close at a few other clubs. Mm -hmm. And um, he was pretty disappointed, I think, not getting those jobs. But he's an absolute ripper, Kingers. Um, I'm a bit disappointed he, he went last year because we might be able to have him this year as a head yeah. coach with Dimmer going. So that's a bit heartbreaking. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm he's, loving everything he's doing. He's turned the place around yeah. like I was really concerned about Giants list being quite young and then you know Toby Green and Cogs and all those boys are all kind of you know 30 now mm -hmm. so you're like can they geez he's just click the fingers they're now what are they where are they on the ladder I can't remember seventh or oh, whatever yeah, they but they're, but they're playing home, they're playing such a wonderful brand mm -hmm. of footy and they can beat anyone on their on their day like you said the yeah. only team they haven't probably watching that when they played Port, they didn't rock up. Yeah. It was the only game the last 12 they haven't really rocked up. And, um, yeah, he's, it's pretty exciting. He's very funny, very dry humor, Kings. Is if he? you see his um, first speech to the club when he rocked up saying, like, he's a new coach and that he ch chucks a few gags and then the first one goes down like a lead balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <And> there's nothing, <laughs> nothing from the boys and he's just saying, oh, oh shit. Did, yeah, would, would that affect him or no? Just get yeah, it would have affected yeah. him. Would have been <laughs> oh, yeah. like the Tigers, they would have pissed themselves and I'm new coach here and it just went down like a lead balloon, nothing. But yeah, that's yeah, Kings. Yeah. He's very dry but very funny. He's a ripper. So good. So the, and want to jump back to your career and, and we were speaking just off air about so mature age recruit got picked up at twenty two. Twenty two, yeah, yeah yep. perfect. So, um, and you're a big advocate for, or well, 
a big believer that that has helped you have the longevity you have in the game and probably the the work-life balance and, and the perspective of being a professional athlete and enjoying the successes you've had. Yeah, I reckon, or I know for a fact if I'd got drafted at 18 when most people do, I probably would have made it to 21, 22 and I would have been out the door. Um, lifestyle choices. Yeah, I had yeah. 18, I was close. Colts, yeah, Colts we call it back in WA, yeah. but TAC Cup. I was um, probably had five or six clubs with interest in that and um, it was a bit heartbreaking not to get it, but after that, I played Resi's footy. We had a pretty strong league team. So it wasn't close after that until the year I actually got drafted. But, yeah, I would have definitely not have made it this long yeah. in the system with just lifestyle choices, um, just the way I handled myself professionally and stuff. And then being a plumber for three years on apprentice wages, um, trying to earn a quid, yeah, yeah. Um, you get a bit of a reality check. You and get you the spoils in, Mick. You don't, you know, no trailings in the back line nah, when you're thinking, nah, oh, I could be nah. back down there oh, in the pipes cleaning someone's turds. Oh, or yeah. I'm going to, you know, just get the fist in there and play me role every week. Exactly right. But um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm a big advocate for, for get out of school, um, do a job for a year, yeah. something, prove you've done it, and then come into the system and it would make careers last longer and I think the quality would, would go up. Do you think that's the case for everyone though? Like I'll play devil's advocate here just to keep the convo going. But yeah. the, the, the first rounders these days, you see the Ashcroft, your Dacos, like I'm naming the, the, the top tier, they're ready to go and they've had a bit of a, you know, they've had the AIS program and they've probably got, you know, their fathers or whatever. They've had some insights into the AFL that some others haven't. But maybe the ones that are coming from the deep end and, you know, they're the, the late bloomers and all that, you're saying they'd be better off going okay, and getting yeah. a year in the, you know, and getting a, getting a job well, or? I think there's, there's room for both, yeah. Like, um, you know, uh, uh, and I know AFL clubs are really well resourced to be able to um, professionally develop the the draftees and young players coming in, um, but there's probably not the edge on it that is required because if you're getting 150 grand a year or whatever it is when you when you come in and you're playing games, there's not the edge like Brody would have had to have being mm. a plumber to, you know, eat and pay bills and whatnot. And play um, footy at yeah, a high level on the weekend. Commit 70. So these guys, and I'm jumping in a bit, but like the way he's got to his career is by doing a 40-hour job and then trying to compete and train like a professional athlete to actually just get in the door. So that you know, all of that skill set just gets him in the door and, and gives him perspective, but also like that dog-hungry attitude when you when you get there to, to survive. Um, but I think there is like scope to yeah, increase the development of these Professional development of these young draftees to footy might be seventy percent, but then thirty. What's your thirty percent? What's your course or what's your what's your trade that you're looking to do? I think a big big perspective builder for for some of these guys. I think the Melbourne Storm they do it really well. So you get drafted to the Melbourne Storm, and then your first two weeks mm. they send you out onto the job site. But what you got to do is you got to say start at six a.m. Mm. and you finish at three. And then you the, then you got to come into yeah. the club. And then you train with the, well, I'm not sure what they're called, but then they train and they do that for two whole weeks, Monday to Friday, you get your weekends off. Yeah. And like through that two weeks, yes. like I've spoken to a few yeah. of the Storm boys because we do a leadership crossover with them yes. and the amount of like how good it is for their development and their perspective on how good actually it is. Mm. It's awesome. So you could do yeah. stuff like that I for you. I think that's something that would be an AFL sure could like easily. Uh, day cost on the hammer. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, I've got a uh, where, coaching. Where, I was so just about like, to ask you about this because yeah. you would see these players coming through well, and they're competing as a 16 in a row, Mick. We're going to well, talk well, about well, the yeah, coach in a second. One in a row, mate. It's like just what happened last week. But what – no table – boys, no table tennis to touch me. I haven't got a table tennis table. But I had an example last Last night training a, a player, I was actually on the rub down, but my back. My back's been oh, no. So I was just getting a bit of a square up, the hips <laughs> squared up. But I have a, a player uh, um, that, that's been on the jackhammer all, all week, and you know he's playing pretty well and going well, and he's in the side at the moment. And the physio had to write him a note to say, "Oh, can we can we somehow get, get him some lenience on the jackhammer <laughs> to, to be able to perform?" And it, like, if, if we play whoever we play, play Brisbane or William, and, yeah. Uh, playing an AFL list of players and my, my boys are out there jackhammering away for 40 <laughs> hours a week before they have to go play on Kai Loman or something like that. It's fascinating, isn't it? Like, was he jarred the back, has he? Uh, he looked a bit ginger going down for his ground balls last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, imagine. Foster will look at it and have one look at it and go, on the jackhammer, It is quite remarkable, and not to labour the point, that I, I have huge admiration for, for the guys that I coach because they walk, some of them walk in, they walk in black and blue from you know, work and – and I'm, I'm quite like I'm a full-time coach and sometimes I do lose the perspective of they get there at you know, five, I've got a meeting at 5.45, you want them to be sharp. But the boys have been up since five and some of them shoveling and going hard and in the summer it's hot and mm. and all that. And and then, yeah, you've got to sometimes rewire yourself to have that 
empathy with the player that he was put in 10 hours, it's been hot, um, and now you want him to go out and do a 12K yeah. footy session. It's Whilst it builds character, it's bloody they're hard yards while you're, while you're tough, going through yeah. it. Mm. It's important that you get, I guess, you know what they're doing on the side. But, yeah, you're right, mate. It's a lot of respect to mm. all those all those blokes out there that, you know, done what you've done, gone and done a full-time trade, then rock up. And as we know, VFL, when you get into this business end, they're playing against AFL players mm. that just can't get in the team. And they're, they're probably pushing for a spot or a contract. So it's not like it's easy. Mm. Um, so big shout-out to the Werribee boys. Oh, Good we luck go. this weekend. While we're talking about finals, let's mm. get – Let's just, I just want to get your view on, before we go through what we think is going to happen and a few other things, I need to ask you about something on the weekend in a minute. But Smiling. He's got the, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what's coming. <laughs> but I want to just stay on this a second. What is the difference between finals and regular season in your opinion? Because nerves go up, everyone gets excited, way more media. Like you talk about external noise, it goes through the roof. And it gets people, you know, off. I saw a clip of Koch last night actually on his new show talking about how he started thinking about all these things that happened in the past and yeah. and then he had to go see um, Crowey and just reset anxiety, his brain because he had all this anxiety about performance and all that, you know. So what is it that finals did for you, like especially your first one? Um, we, we were very lucky. We had Emma Murray come to the club at the start of 2017, which everyone knows who Emma is now. She's amazing. Um, but finals footy, like the crowds go up, the weather gets better, Melbourne's buzzing. Mm-hmm. Marquee tents start getting set up. Like external noise is just through the roof. Um, but I reckon like this finals footy is so simple. It's just fundamental footy mm. and who can do it for longer. Um, and that's why we were so lucky to have Emma Murray who could feed all this like smart, good information through to our coaches, which then came through to the playing group. At finals footy, you don't need to do anything grand, anything different, be the match winner. It's just execute your role and do the fundamentals for longer because reality is, Pressure builds, people try and go outside their skin or they go inside their shell. But at the end of the day, if you can just do, execute your role and do it, it goes a long way. And I think finals footage, yeah, who can do it for longer? What are some examples in your three premierships? Have you got like a specific example that you've seen kind of something like that just just happen visibly? Um, obviously, I've seen Dustin visibly happen, but he's yeah, probably he's not, made, he's he's probably not a not fundamental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, his fundamentals yeah, are yeah, shit that yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at thinking – Oh, yeah, just outside. Good pressure makes diamonds, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think Probably players in, like that you played with, guys like you know David Asprey, um, yeah, uh, Dylan Grimes, the guys that you know roll, roll and, you, and yourself. Like yeah. I think within that tra- group, yeah, they're there trademark be... clips that still stand yeah. out. You know, when you go on a Monday review and it's the one percenter kind of package, is yeah, there yeah. some clips that you can still remember? Well, that was Dim- that was Dimmer's best thing. We never ever mm. talked about stats. We never showed highlights. Anything. It was always the little things like Jason Castagna and yeah. Dan Butler, these small half forwards who would like run to the boundary line for a kick, get back down, and then they'd also pressure, which was um, – that's what we always show. But grannies, I can't think off the top of my head too much, but I know prelim uh, against Geelong, we were down by about four goals at halftime. Not the granny, but a prelim. And I remember Jim were just saying, like, we need to do the fundamentals, what you can do in your moment mm. and execute your role. And I remember after that, there was a few, like, Kochi had a few just, like, critical contests, one-on-ones, some big spoils and stuff like that, just little things that you slowly can chip away mm. and take momentum back slowly because momentum in finals footy is just mm. – like you saw in the in the grand final against Geelong with us, mm. came out after half time and we kick a couple early and then momentum you just chip away and chip away and then you can slowly get on top of teams. Mm. Mm. Sounds, sounds yeah. simple, doesn't it? But if you're five goals down, like you're not going to get the five goals at once. Eh? So well, it's That's like, why yeah, a lot of this stuff yeah. comes down to this mental training with like people like Emma Murray and we call it anchors. So like an anchor is like what you can do at any moment in the game, scoreboard, weather – where you are, what ground you're on, something you can do in that moment, yeah. training even, that is like a little trigger for you to be like, all right, this is what I need to do. So a lot of blokes is like bounce on your toes and then maybe clench your fists and then maybe communicate with someone. So it's like a three-step thing that you can do and it just gets yeah. your brain like thinking, all right, now I need to go. So you're always in the moment because you can find yourself just drifting off with the fairies and before you know, you're like, fuck, yeah. 10 minutes has gone by a year or mm. fuck, I'm not, I wasn't ready for that and I got caught out. Mm. Um, so yeah, the game's a lot, a lot of mental stuff involved and yeah, I think we were the catalyst to start it, but every single club's got yeah. an Emma Murray now and got all this stuff and heavily invested. Mm. Yeah. It's well, it's well said. I'm thinking, I'm just listening what, to what these. Your, dis- what are your triggers? Triggers, are you well, yeah, mine's, um, bounce on my toes, yeah. so up and about, head up and then communicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I find if I'm communicating to say train, um, I'm instantly not thinking about what I've yeah. done wrong or what's coming next, but yeah. then also saying to train like, Hey, get on the outside or something. Yeah. It triggers train to go. Oh yeah, shit! I need to get on the outside. So you're no longer thinking about, you know, the mistake you made, or maybe you're not thinking. You're, you're communicating, connecting, 
and it's keeping me engaged. That's so. a good point. That getting out of your own mind to think of others, and then all of a sudden, you know, it you're not, yeah, yourself. you're not thinking about yeah. mistakes or even things that went well and getting ahead of yourself. It's just staying in the moment, staying switched on. It's only, as we know, 120 minutes or whatever. So if yeah. you can get through doing all that, it's well, great tips, Mick, isn't it? Oh, mate, we had a really couple of first playing the last game of the season down back. And obviously the, the back lines mm. for us has never changed. We've had seven go through and then if some retire, the next seven they play the whole year. Just, yeah. It's just one steady. But we had a few injuries and stuff. So we had two debutants playing half back and they just said, like, what do you need from me? What do you want? What do we do? And we asked older blokes, she said, just ask questions out there. Yeah. Just say like what? Because by asking me a question, I'm thinking, shit, now I've got to actually think of the game plan and tell you what to do and help you. And then you're helping me. So mm. um, it's amazing how much you can help each other out there just by communicating and little things. Mm. Yeah. How, um, how quickly are the Tigers going to bounce back? So we've missed finals this year. When you're September, you're sitting here, not knowing what to do with yourself. But um, signed on for three more years. Yep. Great effort, isn't it? For, oh, for Brody, three years. It deserves well, every penny. Uh, agreed. Not sure what he's on, but should be on more, mm. is, is my opinion. We can maybe put that in your next more contract. Or is this your need, last one? More I Blair Harley listens to this podcast. So, <laughs> Blair. Um, so three more years, uh, new coach announced, you know, soonish or, or, or whatever that looks like. How confident are you within um, yourself and, and the club that they'll bounce pretty quickly? Yeah, we, we had a great meeting on the last day after all the exit reviews. We had a full team meeting and spoke about like what it looks like going forward and everyone left there with so much positivity. Like obviously Dimmer left mid-year. Um, we had Koch go, Trent go, a lot of things that went wrong. Lynchy went down. A lot of things that went wrong and probably took a bit of an emotional toll on the group. Mm. And we just spoke about like what has been has been and that's the past. Now it's time to, you know, clean the slate, mm. come up with a new, like this is Richmond going forward. And this is new leaders to evolve. Now it's your club to grab it by the horns mm. and do what you want with it. We're going to have a new coach. So we left there thinking, like, this is awesome. Bring on preseason. Like, and all the boys like, fuck, I can't wait for preseason now. Yeah. Um, so I think we can bounce back really quickly. Obviously, Big Lynchy, mm. you get 50 goals out of him a season. It, it makes yeah. a huge difference. Big um, hands, big, bloody, awkward, clunky Tom. Yeah, the, yeah <laughs> big, clunky Tom. You he's forget that many, that how good he is. He's, he's like got a, that many fused fingers, the big <laughs> yeah, fella. He's, he's, he bloody walks around <laughs> like this. Yeah, <laughs> as long as they can go straight, mate. Yeah, 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 one of the greats to have a beer with, um, but you don't know you're having a beer with him because he's got a pint and he's yeah. got his hand and it just swallows. Uh, yeah. And his middle finger's fused, so he has a pint. And he's <laughs> sorry about that. He's bird. But no, I think we can bounce back quick. We're really positive. Are you going to win the Melbourne Cup, are you? Got a horse Hang on, that's what, this is my next question. Don't you dare this jump this into this. this. Is touchy subject. Sorry, Sorry, I need to. Oh, no. No, this no, yeah, this is, this is touchy. No, well, no, there's a reason why. You I fill out the paperwork, get it back to the ball. <laughs> well, I don't need paperwork. Felix needs him. I don't, you know what I mean? So this is why I wanted Brody, um, this is the only, this is why I had a smirk before when you go, Tom's got a smirk. <laughs> Sulkham. It's one of, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a great success story. The boys yeah. have all bought into a horse. Yeah. It's the Melbourne Cup favourite. They can't miss Last campaign, it was a bit, it wasn't as good as we all thought. So everyone went, Ooh, not sure. Anyway, it's gone to the paddock and yeah. it's come back. And kind of itself it's now, a Melbourne it? Cup horse, right? So on the weekend, I don't think it was Melbourne Cup distance. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah. Bit short. Anyway, so I'm watching. I was with my uncle, my old man, my cousin, and I'm like, that's the that's Brody's horse. That's the Tigers boy's horse. I'm looking at it, 22 bucks. I go, ah, there's no way this thing wins first up. It's trying to win the Melbourne Cup. Anyway, so. I, I, Just I've, a born winner. I, and I told Brody last time, send me a message <laughs> if it's going to win. So I'm watching the race, Mick. The last hundred metres, it was like Usain Bolt hit the North. It hit Nos. It's just fucking sizzled him <laughs> going through one by a length. Oh, I could not believe it, mate. Well done on the no, win. Was, I, yeah. I'm still waiting for the message, but how excited are the boys? I, I oh. Explain that for us. Yeah, well, it obviously came over from Europe, won, won a big race over in Europe mm. by 10 lengths and Came over and first up in Australia, won the Queen's Cup, absolutely blitzed them by about four lengths, became the Melbourne Cup favourite post that, and then had a couple of runs um, that just aren't at the Melbourne Cup's 3,200, and it needs minimum, well, we thought minimum 2,600. Mm. So it's next preparation. It was just, it was no good. It trialled no good. It was nowhere near it. So the, everyone got off Sulcombe and all these new imports and all this stuff and went out to a mass, Mount Masson, did its training, all this stuff. Anyway, long story short, it had its first run on the weekend. Chris Waller trains it and he's, he's sent out a message saying, look, this is just a warm up, 1,700 metres, it's half the distance it needs to run. Um, we're just, hopefully we can just, it doesn't get out of the barrier as well ever. So hopefully we can just get out, settle about third last and finish midfield. We'll be wrapped with that. All right, perfect, beautiful. No worries, You're not going to send a message to train if that's the feedback. Uh, <laughs> I've got all these people messaging me, train, family, mates. We're getting on this thing. No, no, no don't no, bet, no. don't bet. This is just a warm up race. Anyway, yeah, we spoke to Blake Shin, and Blake Shin spoke to the trainer. He let us know after that. 
he reckons he felt like he had a Ferrari underneath yeah, right. him. He goes, we haven't, I haven't experienced a horse like that in a very long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's favourite for the Caulfield Cup and the Melbourne Cup now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's um, favourite for both. Favourite for both, Man, yeah. How so, exciting is that? Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, honestly, it is it's unbelievable. Mm. Obviously, had a lot of success at footy, um, but the day it won the Queen's Cup, which was a Group 3 race, not even a Group 1, mm. That feeling was very similar to winning a flag. It was just unbelievable. So if we can, if he gets the double, if we can get the double, it'll be yeah, it'll be one for the ages. Unbelievable. I'm like, I'd love to win it. Don't get me wrong. Anyone would love to win it. I just love party. Where's he? Yeah, we'd love just to be in the race. Funny story about after party. So this ownership group that we're very very fortunate to be in with John O'Neill and Aussie, they're obviously the pinnacle of racing owners. They had incentivized and very elegant in the cup a couple of years ago and incentivized was the shortest price favorite cup in almost history of the cup so it went over and then very elegance won knocked off incentivized at 20 something bucks in the melbourne cup yeah we've gone to the after party and you walk in and all the waitresses are wearing incentivized colors uh-huh. on the tvs all incentivized everything's incentivized <laughs> stuff but they own very elegant too yeah. <laughs> and very elegance knocked it off so um yeah great great mm. success the quinella the quinella did, did, oh. did the um did the boys back both of them like no nah, no nah, we we're all incentivized yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was the male yeah. yeah yeah that was the male that was going to um get up and win so mm. but um yeah very fortunate to be in with that ownership group they um oh, they're very very good we have another one that potentially could run in the cup too promises kept Needs to win a in a couple of weeks. A couple. Uh, nominated for the cup. So. It's exciting. I can't think of a time I know someone that has a horse in the Melbourne Cup. Looks like Melbourne Cup's a pretty boring day besides the massive race. Like all the other races, there's big fields, very hard to pick a winner. But mm. Cup Day, generally just kind of clutching at straws. Clayton and Ballantyne pick- and Nick Subin owned um, the, the Perth Cup winner. Yes. Back in 2000 and uh, I reckon it was like 11. That was my first year, 2011. And I don't think Subs even were, watched they, they it. Were at, um, you know, there was some festival out in the Swan Valley. Oh, they, yeah. They were out in like some amp- amphitheater with no reception, mm. and they won it. And um, Bella's phone was going off, and he's he's figured out that he's won. It was I don't think the horse was even in at the start of the day. Yeah, it's like fifty to one, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he and he shouted the bar, yeah. shouted the bar at this bloody festival. And true to Bella's luck, he's a, he's a real tin ass, but he um <laughs> he's paid. He reckons he's paid for hundred cruises or whatever it was around the bar. And the next day, he checks his credit card statement and it didn't go through. Oh, so wow. So he's just winning. <laughs> so he, everyone's got this perception of him that he's, you know, yeah. very generous with his time and, and money. Remind them that he's a tin ass. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> so, if the Melbourne, so if you win the Melbourne Cup, let's talk about that. What would you do for your mates? <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> let, let, let's, let's go to the, like if Hayden Ballantyne's won the Perth Cup and Brody wins the Melbourne Cup yeah. or the, and, and the Sydney Cup, mind you, what, what would you want? the after party to look like? Well, when we won the Queen's Cup, we carried on like we were bloody <laughs> the rich and famous, got the chopper out of there. Got oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we carried on like, Was yeah. Was so. there? He'd be someone in the chopper. Meatball's yeah. not in the Meatball's syndicate for that one. in the syndicate. No, nah, we offered him to buy in. He's in every other horse oh, but this one. Yeah. There's always one. And just then we offered him out. a 5% of Rewalt's <laughs> share um, a couple of months ago and he, nah, 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 nah. And now he's coming. Oh, I'll have something now. Oh, <laughs> too, no. too late, mate. The meatball. Um, oh, yeah, it'll be one hell of a party um, <laughs> if we do manage to win the Melbourne Cup, even the Caulfield Cup. If we can win the yeah. Caulfield, there'll be some some parties. So. I think you probably have a party anyway, wherever, wherever I'm they sure, yeah. You'd be concerned that like, you're not going to get many odds now. You know, being rich, <laughs> Richmond's one of the biggest football clubs. All the How many owners in this horse? Can we remind everyone who owns a horse from Richmond? Yeah, so Jack Rewalt, Tom Lynch, Jack Graham, Liam Baker, Jaden Short and myself. What a yeah. crew. Yeah, great crew. That's yeah, a the, great crew. The Punt Road Syndicate we're called. So. <laughs> Punt Road Syndicate. Yeah. So the Punt Road Syndicate, they're going to have a lot of people following the Punt Road Syndicate and the horse, Solcom. So I'd imagine your odds are going to be coming right in for every race it has till you know, at the end of the year. Well, I think it's got the Turnbull stakes coming up over 2,000 metres, um, which, yeah, it's it's paying 11 bucks at the moment to win Is that, this? and I think it should be favourite, to be honest. So Anyone in that race? that like, Who's the favourite in that race? Uh, there's some good runners. Who ran on the weekend? Alligator Blood, I reckon, is in that. Uh, and um, Mr. Bright, Brightside. Mr. Brightside's in that race. So, yeah, tough race. Obviously, class horses, group one horses, but mm. um, if it produces what it did on the weekend, I think it can knock them off. Blake Shin felt like I had a Ferrari underneath me. Well, yeah. if you've, I mean, you probably, you don't, by the yeah, look of your face, Ferrari. you haven't seen the, the end of the race. You watch this. Yeah. It just gets out of traffic and Got just- windburn. Oh, it hit mm. NOS. Yeah. At, the, at the late end of the race, it was- it couldn't get a run either, so it's held off a bit, held off a bit, and then it's just gone bang. For a horse that's meant to win on. the Melbourne Cup, it was super impressive. Oh, so yeah. It's they're like on the- yeah. They've got a big chance. It's I like putting Usain, Usain Bolt in a marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be able to do it, but- Oh, well yeah, done, mate. Just, well done. Nah, very good. Um, let's get to footy finals. Mm. Before I we get through the teams and all that, I want just to ask you about Carlton. We're going to get to the, the you know, head-to-head, but do you feel like Carlton are on the way up like you said you were? You just 
said, when I come into the club, we weren't allowed to take the stair, uh, the um, the lift, the table tennis, you know, all that kind of stuff. I felt like Carlton's gone through a lot of hard years, but now they're really starting to spring. And if you look at their form, obviously they played the Giants without Doherty, without Cripps. That's leadership, not only talent on the field. Mm-hmm. They've had a great rest. No doubt they've got all their um, troops back. Do you feel like Carlton are about to pop? Yeah, not, probably not from the other years, but this year in particular, because they obviously, they wanted Voss gone. Everyone was calling for his head mm-hmm. and they would have been like, it would have been a bad place to be for those few months there. And then I don't know what they did, but they did something which turned it around and whatever they did, I reckon that mm-hmm. could be a massive success for them this year because as you know, like it's all about timing and hitting the ground running and getting belief and, you know, energy and all that stuff. And, and they've obviously found it mid-year, which is very tough mm-hmm. to do. And now they're holding on to it. So, um, yeah, they're, they're a very good chance. Who, who are you t- look, we'll start with just who you – right at the start of the finals, who are you tipping for the for the premiership? The premiership, Brisbane. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Brisbane. I go through it – I do it with all my sport, even NFL and all that. I go, who's been in the window for four years, like sustained success? Mm. Brisbane's been knocking the door down for a while. This year, they're healthy. They've got um, – they're at home. So if they win that home first, two, yeah. they haven't lost at home all year. You know they're going to get to the prelim. You'd think because they've got to win one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that, as you said, it's actually a bit of timing as well. And I don't think they've played their best footy yet. So I'm really interested. Mm. This first final, if they come out and go bananas, which I think, by the way, I think Port Adelaide are a very good side. If they show a real, like they, if they beat them convincingly, oh mate, I'd be. I'd be staggered. Mm. Who's winning it, mate? From your point of view, I'm going to go the Giants. <laughs> really? Yeah, King is. Yeah, I, don't, I just feel like the Wouldn't footy. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, it'd be incredible. I just yeah. think the footy they're playing um, and the template that they've got. I think why not? Like mm. they've had some big wins away on the road, um, and they're going to have to do it tough. Like obviously, they've got a tough road to get there, but. You win a couple, you get belief. Why not? I've noticed Harry Himmelberg saying why not. Yeah. It's a bit of a thing that King has said at the start of the year. Is why not something he said at Richmond as well? Yeah, like why not us? That's all we always yeah. say. Like it's got to be someone. Why not us? Have belief. Yeah. I like it. Um, Deion Sanders like. Yeah, yeah. And I love, you, Deon, I love Deon. You knock a couple off early. Um, these teams that have had, you know, a week off um, and a little bit of relaxing, they'll think, geez. Remember the run they went on, and you smacked them by 100 points, something grand final, but that that week when it was the big, big sound, and like everyone, I I was not invested with anyone, but I was like, I'm kind of all in on the Giants here because everyone was getting behind their their story, and you were on the other side of it and Mm. smacked them on the day, but they ran out, they had. Not defending the Giants. The times were unbelievable. They ran in the, They went into the grand final as banged up as you could possibly. Like Whitfield's, Witters is coming out of, he had appendicitis. He came out of yeah. like hospital, you know, that week. You got Matty DeBoer running on one knee. Yeah. Um, a few players, I think Toby missed a week. Not that that mattered. They just, yeah, but yeah. And the Tigers were flying. That, that, that's like the, um, they were, the you guys were flying devil's as well. advocate against your, your, your tip is uh, there is a trend of these guys coming from outside the eight. The doggies in 21. Uh, Sydney last year, um, the Giants that year, where they come from deep eliminations and the emotion takes you so far, you get to that grand final and usually the side on the other end is kind of primed, has yeah. had a week off at some stage and just go mm, pop. Bang. Yeah, This year's got something different to it though. I feel like this year. Yeah, I feel like mm. there's no real standout for me this year. Mm. It's just anyone can win as we've seen all mm. year. Um, anyone can win. So, yeah, why not? Mm. But why, why not, not? What he says. Why what not? You, what do you reckon? Yeah, who, who's well, I'll, go, I'll go Brisbane. I tipped him at the start of the year. So I'm like, you know, you, you kind of want to stick mm, with stick your, your conviction. And, There's no reason to jump off. And I'm looking at their um, – they've fallen over a couple of times at the G, but they had that game. They beat Melbourne last year at the G. Well, they lost to Melbourne late in the year at the G, but they, they owned that game. And they would have learned a shitload from that. They lost by a point. Malcolm kicks that goal. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like that was a game where they've t- shown against Melbourne, really good side. They've dominated them up by five goals. They, they they fold in the last quarter. But if you're going to have that experience and use it as a, as a learning and um, – And still finish – And validate that you've, you've played pretty well, but you've you've just missed mm-hmm. out in the last quarter. But, well, the, and, and going through the others, we're going to go through them, but Collingwood, Melbourne, a few injuries, you know what I mean? Like if everyone was stacked, Collingwood's got – you know, I'd probably be putting my hand up for Collingwood. Melbourne's still yet to show they can kick a score and they've just lost Malsham, who's a forward um, – 
and and, and yeah, as you said, Dacos, more how they how they go on. So anyway, let's get into it. Let's just go through the tips. Obviously, Brody, we got you here. Felix Domi sits here. I'd sit there. Man, Mika got a tipping competition. I'm almost got the red flag up because yeah, I think well, you've got. Yeah, I think you got me by three. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to get three back in the finals. Yeah. Um, without a punishment yet set, it's yeah, not. Yeah, a, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a punishment for the loser. So we're thinking it's um, not set, and you you're well, home. it's not set. Oh, I like well, this that's, one. There, that's there a good was spot a few to be. There's a horrific one from for the shepherd and that was the, a horrific the, idea. Still on the from Melbourne to Shepparton and back Tw- four times or something. <laughs> like, I thought it was a pretty good one. A ten hour trip. Like, oh, gee, would you rather do that? Go, no, go from Melbourne to Shepparton to Melbourne to Shepparton to Melbourne. Like eight hours on the V line, pretty much full day, or go for lunch. On your own, but with a cardboard cut out of yourself. What would you rather do? <laughs> I'd go the shepherd and line. So oh, I'm yeah, going the cut out. I'll just have me lunch. Have me lunch. Take the piss out of me. Go oh. the, take your photos. Of, I'm here for a reason. I'm eating my lunch. You can take the piss out of me. I think it'll make people oh, smile. Man. I'll feel good about oh, that and I'll leave. I want you to do that. I'll happily do that. Jack yeah. Graham always does these things. You would rather this, this, and the other option he always does, the second option is run as fast as you can and then jump onto your knees on bitumen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> that is, just, just but then you just end on your face. Oh, Actually, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have too many issues because I wouldn't hit it with much velocity. <laughs> I'd probably, I'd probably <laughs> rather that than the cardboard like, cutout. Yeah, yeah. The cutout would be funny. Oh. Right, now let's get into it. AFL finals. Here we go. Week one. We have the Pies taking on the D's Friday night mm. at Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yeah. As this comes out, so this mm. podcast will come out. So Thursday night so football. Against, we people. are up against it. Hopefully <laughs> you tune into this and then you get the insight. We have to drop this a bit earlier, Brad. I didn't know that. The AFL all over it. The Pies are favourites. <laughs> just a little bit. they got a business plan <laughs> no, to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over it, I said. Not all over me. Um, righto, boys. Let's get into this. Uh, the Pies mm. taking on the D's. The Pies home game, but it is at the G. Mm. What are we thinking? Mm. I'll go first. Oh, I think the D's win. Uh, like their, their midfield. Like Brody makes a great point before, and he's been there and done it. The, the importance of contest um, and the basics in, in finals. And um, Melbourne, for me, around the ball, they've got some issues in front of the ball, like their forward line, what, what's their setup look like. But, you know, Oliver, Petrarca, Max Gorn, experience, contest, organised backs, May, Lever, um, I think they're looking quite good. Yeah, I'm going Melbourne too. I actually caught up with someone this morning who's right into their stats and they were telling me that over the last five years, the top five finals players that have gone up percentage-wise mm. on player ratings, number one ranked, Clayton Oliver. Mm. Sorry, that's in the final series this year, so that's playing, so Dustin's out of that, obviously. Mm. Number one, Clayton Oliver, number five was Christian Pachaka. Mm. So obviously big game players that stand up, but yeah, I think the D's. Get it done. This man's a man made. When he finished playing footy, yeah. made for the, the media world and well, special when, comments. When you win three flags, you can do whatever you want. And they're going to come at him. Being an absolute ripping fella, he's yeah. going to be walking straight in. Uh, number two, fun oh, fact. Here you go. Number two was Jack Higgins, actually. So, yeah, right. yeah went up 94% come finals time. Only played the and two former, finals. Former Tiger? Yeah, former, it was both, obviously, yeah, Tigers games, but mm. only played the two finals, but went up 94% come finals. Jeez, he's a good player, isn't he? We'll get to him in a second. Yeah. He just always kicks Who's goals. I'm going to go the Pies. Okay. I think uh, I was very impressed with their defense last week, and I'm still – I think it's going to be a good game. Last time these teams played, it was four points the difference. Mm -hmm. Melbourne just got them. I'm just a little concerned about Melbourne scoring points, you know. So um, I think think Collingwood's, you know, proven that they can score, and they're just tightened up a few things. And with Melsham going down, I I, I just think their forward line's a bit all over the job. John Uh, McDonald playing his first game for like – it's like 12 weeks. Yeah, that's Um, – Hibbard Hibbard coming back in first game for – Yeah. So um, Goodwin's backing his – Yeah. Backing his boys. Backing his – Sorry, Collingwood confirming Mason Cox and Cameron with hail and a lot of rain, so – yeah, very interesting. But um, yeah, it'd be very contested, low but it's scoring. Gonna clo- uh, yeah, it's going to be a, yeah. It's going to be. I think it's going to be within yep. ten points, six points. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a cracking game. Yeah, so it'll be an absolute um, shit fight, piss and rain. Yeah, contested ball, very close. There you good. go. So I've got a different. We've got a that that. This is going to my tipping's over if if the Pies lose, but if <laughs> they win, I'm back in the hunt. Dance mate, chipping a chair isn't um, it? Mickey out to Shepherd and back a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that for fun. Yeah, he's a family mate. He's a king of chef. Right, let's go to the Blues. At the G Friday night, taking on the Sydney Swans. This game's set to be an absolute cracker. We want the now. Remember the Blues. It's, I've seen so much media already. Yeah. I saw the last team that played a final. Um, would you say Nick it's going to be? A, would you say this year would be a failure if they didn't win this nah, final? There's no, no such thing as failure. Failure is failure. I didn't want to say the word failure. <laughs> Give me another word. To, um, 
I think if if you're a Carlton person heading into the year and they said you're going to make finals, I think they would have been stoked. Okay, let me so reframe. I think, I think Do you fun. think this season will be a success if they lose this final? Uh, well, everyone's it's everyone's after the ultimate, aren't they? So you're always going to if you unless you win the premiership, you walk away bitter and twisted at the end of a season. But if you're on the board, like you 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 deal with them now. But I'm saying you got your you got your you got your, four, you got your plan. I'm saying when I'm you plan. This is what happens though. They you go into the, the year. Right they answer. go. Yeah. Well, look, <laughs> they I, go, think, like, I think they've had a good year. Here, now we're no, here. I think, I think they've had a good year because I, I still was pessimistic on on them making finals this year. So from my point of view, I would think it's they've done well. I, and I'm not going to use failure and success. I think um, they've had a good year. So it's a pass that, mark if they lose. That's a great, great, great point. I think especially from where they've come from, from calling for Voss's head, yeah. you know, can't yeah. win a game. Their brand. Mid-season to pull it back, you'd have to sit back and look at that and go, geez, we, we did something very good here mm. and we can use this now going yeah. forward. Um, very well said. I love asking the questions. I don't have to answer them. It's just uh, <laughs> Sydney, 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 Sydney win. Sydney? Yeah, I know, I know that people won't. Love that. Are you going to hand about the tipping competition? <laughs> are you? I'm going with the blues. Yeah, you're getting you're getting on board the um the emotion and oh, I, oh they're at home though. Like it's Sydney MCG Carlton at home. You, it's it's how many they're going to have? Like you, Richmond, out, Collingwood, so. Carlton. Well, like, but Sydney, are, like I love the Sydney Swans because forever they've been a side a bit. They're a bit like the Why Not Swans. Like they, they're a, they're a side and have been forever that they're like you know good. Like bring it on. Bring 90,000 and we'll run out, um, you know, Rampy, Goulden, Parker. They've got guys in there that the good players in every shot. Yeah. But I think they've got un- – and they embrace, I think, that off-Broadway spot. Like they're in Sydney or off the like off out of Victoria where it's not, not as bright light. So they just love that. I think they're a side that loves the 23 versus 90,000. Mm. And I think they're going to harness that. The Blues will harness the 90,000. So there's two different two different tales being told, but I'm on board the the Swannies. Uh, yeah, tough one. I'm probably jumping on Carlton just for emotional side of things. Cripper first final, win a final. Melbourne would be buzzing, but yeah, I, I'm torn with that game. It's very tight, very yeah. tight. I'm gonna. Yeah. I've, I've been a big fan of the Blues, and I want to see them succeed. So, so if we we've gone different in the first yeah, two games, first so it could all be. Yeah. Hey, well there you go. If you get. Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, it should be my one. But yeah, I, I generally and I think reckon in the, in the bookie, you know, like just the, the, their favourites as well. Um, so it's, they're not seeing it as close as we are in the room. Um, just think the blues have got a lot of firepower up forward as well. You got to remember that, you know, Paddy McCartan's no longer there. Unfortunately, you know, Buddy's gone down, mm. you know, is that click ready to go? Who next, knows? The next one's coming. Hayden McLean and Marty. Exactly right. No, he's coming. Logan McDonald. One thing we know with Sydney is their brand has stuck, stuck up for that many oh, years. Yeah. It's, it's like if a I classic. They've had one year, 2017 or 20, one of the COVID years they finished yeah, the second Pittsburgh last. Steelers of the AFL. They just play finals every year. St. Kilda taking on the Giants at Saturday, on Saturday at 3.20 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The Saints will be at home. It is at the G, as I said, against the Giants. My boys... Brody's boys as well. Mick, Saints. you start. Saints. Oh, you're going to go with Roscoe, <laughs> the old coach. The old Do you think one. Ross can stop the Ferrari at the G? I thought at Etihad, you know, he's as we said, he's tactically very good. Mm. But can Rossi and the boys get the defence and stop oh, this unbelievable attack yeah, off looked, turnover? I've looked a little bit deeper into this one. Like the Saints, mate, they've got – and rightfully, rightfully, rightfully so. People jump on the Giants, right, with what they're doing and how they're playing. And, um, the Giants are favourite, by the way. Um, oh, I. the mm. Saints. Oh. The Saints have no right really to be where they are in terms of what their what their twenty two will look like. So Owens is a second year player, star. Um, not sure if Caminiti will play or get a game, but he's he's contributed all year. He's a first year player they plucked from bloody Heidelberg or something. Um, Wanganeen Miller, I think, is probably coming top. Three or four in their best and fairest, contributing strongly. Mason Wood, like there's two different ends here, is a guy that you know was over in the corner. You've had like you're not good enough. You're done. Is now nearly an all Australian squad winger. So there's stories all through the St Kilda. So I, again, I look at. I'm looking a little bit. They're, they're a blue collar operation. Do you relate to the Saints? Oh, more, do you? I love the hard luck story. <laughs> yeah, the yeah boys, they're riding Danny them off. Bondi, the, I, the orange tsunami. Yeah, every every team I've tipped. Why not? Yeah, so why, why not, not the Saints? <laughs> it's bizarre that we're going to go th- different three at the first. Mm. Uh, she could and, be all over. And yeah. to explode, uh, I think Tim Membry will explode. He, he looks like, for me, a player okay. that he, he's been out all year. Um, 
and he carries a fair bit of maturity for that forward line to. Mm-hmm. You'd play a bit on Tim, would you? Yep, yeah. double foot jump, Tim. Right. Yeah, very interesting. Double footer. It's very. You have to be prepared for it. Yeah, it's something that you just. It's hard to get your head around. How do you prepare of. for it? How do you prepare yeah, for it? Jump double foot with him? No. <laughs> <laughs> a double no, foot off. Yeah, you just gotta. I don't know. You just, just think. Big oh, springs. You just think he's not going to jump here now, so yeah. you kind of don't jump, and then next thing he's boing double footer. <laughs> Um, and then clunks him, yeah, catches you off guard. So you wait till he kicks four off his double Pass that information on to Jack Buckley and the yeah, boys. Yeah. No doubt they'll be tuning in, Mick. Uh, so, so you're going with the Giants? Yeah, I've tipped for the flag. Yeah, so, so you'd have to go yeah. for the first final. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Giants. So I think, back. yeah. yeah. Uh, is Sam, Sam locked in? I don't think he's locked in, but he was running laps. So yeah. I know in the media team video, laps. yeah, the laps aren't doing it yeah. for me yet. I want to see him in team train. You know, <laughs> that's not selling anyway. Oh, we've all been yeah. doing laps before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're doing two two minute uh, lapers, it's yeah, not really that quick. Yeah, two minute one lap. Uh, very good mix. So yeah, so far just a re- we'll we've recap. Three different. Three different. We'll recap at the, at the very end, and then we have. At the Gabba, Saturday night, Brisbane Lions taking on Port Adelaide Power. This game is going to be a cracker. We have 2v3. Uh, but let me hear it, boys. Like, What do you think, Mick? I'll start with you. Yeah, Brisbane I'll, are I'll fair favourites. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, I think yeah, the, the trend's your friend, Tom. It'll make you sick. It <laughs> will make me sick. I've heard that they too many times. lost at the Gabba. Um, but if I was to go to the casino, right, and mm. I, I was – Red, 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 red. Oh, you're going black. Oh, well, it's fucking June. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you tipping? No, I'm tipping Brisbane. I'm, gonna, I'm just saying. The, I think the past doesn't really count for me. Oh, like, you know? No, no, you're you're talking a game of Lady Luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're talking like you know, um, humans going against each other. Again, 2v3, you're always going to get – you're not going to have a clear clear one. You're like, yep, they're emphatically going to win. Um, yeah, I just feel like Brisbane you, – you made a good point. You, you make very few – in your in your whole life, you've made very few, but this one was good. The sample size of three or four years for this group, and and kind of some pieces they've they've plugged in that that might not in particular be there. Ashcroft won't be there. Jack Gunston won't be there, but they've um, uh, Dunkley will be there. Yeah, man, but guys, a big have, shout out, yeah, yep. guys that have been able to 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 come in and and just add some variety and to that play program. a real role. Like you know, you know what it's like playing a role mm. on. I'd imagine a Butters or, you know, like someone like that hasn't probably copped a serious one-on-one tag and work off or if they have – Hasn't Even had the finals implications. Been given spots with Rich and Gunston out and that. They're just coming in and they're mm. electrifying and good to watch. Mm. And now they'll be sticking. They won't be going outside now at all. You Brisbane? Yeah. yeah, I think it was in Adelaide. I'd be Port if it's in Gabba on Brisbane. Yeah. I'm tired that was important, it. wasn't it? That that swing. It yeah, was. yeah. I think it's definitely. See, I'm going with Brisbane too. I'm going with Brisbane. So if I tip four from four, me and Mickey a level <laughs> after this <laughs> week, which would be exciting for the Ace of Premiership countdown. I'll be going. I don't mind going to Shepparton on the train. To be honest, <laughs> we'd have to. Cha- I think it's going to be the you know the, the, the lunch with your own cardboard. Well, you're cut going out. to Shepparton if you lose. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be uh, so rattled on that train, like no stimulation. Is it a V line? Oh, you've done the V line yeah. as a kid. Yeah, you've got to do it four times. Yeah, it would be. It'd be disappointing. <laughs> it'd be very tough. That would be a bit or, of me time. Or uh, last stop, Shepparton. Everyone off. Like, well, I'm staying on. <laughs> Turn this thing around. Yeah, they'd come and good. ask you. I reckon they'd be a bit worried about you. <laughs> they mate, would be. Right. <laughs> they would be, mate. I'd be sitting there with these packets of time natural confectionery, just get myself through. Um, well, that's great. We've gone through the tips. It's it's a big week. Finals footy. Um, it's it's exciting. Brody, anything else for the for me and Mick before we round out the show? I don't normally ask our guests to ask us questions. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, well, it's Salkham in the Turnbull Stakes. There, I, I didn't tip you last week, Tommy. So um, I'll give you. <laughs> When's a tip that one there. on? Uh, a couple of weeks or so, yeah. So that's paying, good for all the listeners. Paying eleven bucks at the moment. Eleven so, bucks. I love yeah. eleven. Eleven's yep. the number. 11. If I Brackets. go anywhere, I love legs eleven. It's uh, that's good. We yeah. like eleven the rule dollars. That table. If it's not whatever it is in the yeah, row, yeah, he's yeah, putting yeah, it on eleven. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big. I, I normally go black, which is eleven. Eleven. Um, Ah, it's exciting. Finals footy. Mm. Um, all the best to everyone. Obviously, shout out to all our um, aces that have been on. There's so many playing. It's the best part of the, uh, the, the time of the year. We've got, obviously, NFL kicking off on Friday. Um, but before we go, I'm not going to leave you. We've got Mickey's, you know, he's, he's he doesn't like me pumping him up. You know, 16 <laughs> wins in a row. I, I, did you do that at Richmond? Oh, we would have been 2018 close, yeah, don't, but and then we that don't the prelim. We don't need So I just up. want you yeah. to, Mick, come on, everyone listening, we're oh. be coach of the year in our books. We we don't know who coach of the year is yet, but if <laughs> Thanks, he wasn't Tom. the winner, there'll be an uproar. Oh, I'm, yeah. hearing, um, I'm hearing word that 
Mickey's actually the seventh person added to the Richmond head coaching role. They were adding Mickey in, so he's uh, not in the top ten. Coaching Brody, you're taking notes off Brody, and you might be coaching (laughs) him. Brody and I have been down too many rabbit holes to bloody have me have me over the top of him. Um, Um, No, we're going all right, mate. We won the first final. Box Hill was a bit of a. It was a bit of a. A shit fight, but that's that's what it is. It you was, told me you closed the game down. I did. My boys were the system. They were the system. Um, started well, up by 20, and then we kind of held that lead. They came a couple of times, Tom. But our boys responded. Little moments, team acts, all that stuff, which is really important. So we um, play prelim at home in a couple of Saturdays' time, which will be against Brisbane or Williamstown. And, um, yeah, prelims are – yeah, it's, it will be the big emphasis on – yeah, just staying in that moment and doing the little things well. Don't you can't worry too much about you know what's coming or what if this happens or what if that happens or you know, you've really you've really got to test that limit of it's another game. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that and see if we get the result. In Are a you weeks. a magnet thrower if things aren't going well or you stick, no, been, stick fat? I've been pretty good. My first year, I was off my head, like throwing pens and <laughs> um, it takes you to just weird places coaching. But I think in time, <laughs> I've I've mellowed a lot. Like even the weekend they. They came and they got within nine points. And, yeah, I, I think we've got a good coaching group that Nick Daffy, former Richmond Tiger, is my senior mm-hmm. assistant, who's great for me. We've been together. He's been at Werribee since 2019, so we've, we've had a long-standing relationship. But um, we kind of know each other really well, and when we're challenged, it's, you know, you go through all the scenarios as coaches, so it's all pretty calm in there, and you look out, the crowd gets a bit off, and there might be spot fires going on everywhere and everyone getting a bit tense, but usually in the box we've been pretty good. That's great. Mm. Well, mate, all the best. Thanks, man. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be watching that journey. Mm. Uh, The basics, mate. Basics and um, on your toes. On your toes. Communication. Communication. Uh, on your toes, hand up, and then communication vocal, and yep. maybe a couple of. I picture that I've seen it with Broadies. Uh, if you watch now, if you watch after every single goal, you'll see Grimes do something, Bolter do something, and you'll just see like you'll see me there, it's like a ballerina. It. Yeah, <laughs> you'll just see everyone doing their little That's twerks. Good. And now, maybe yeah. the, the the double step pump for all your forwards, memory. the two memory. <laughs> just see, there's a couple yeah, of memories. Yeah, yeah. So boys, just like a little double yeah. legger. That's gonna be. Um, Training all next week, double leggers. Double leggers. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Matt nah, Brody, thanks for coming on, nah, mate. Thanks, Again, thanks. congratulations well on everything. Thank you. Well done in the head seat, mate. I thought you were fantastic yeah, thanks, today. Thanks, mate. Yeah. No run sheet. Yeah. No, I'd go better without a run sheet. I mean, if it's, in, it's in there, and if I don't, if I leave something out, well, so be it. But just try to stay present. Just one more, and then we're really gone. All right, because I've got to get yeah, it we're actually, we're, we're on. Yeah, um, we're, we're on schedule here. Um, unbelievable, because you're on time today. But <laughs> across the – and you, I know you've got platforms to do this, but give us one lock of the NFL week one. Just one lock. Um, one lock. It'd be Arizona to lose. Okay. So they're that bad. But there'd be no value there. So there's about a, there's a few. I, I think that if you can ask me a question about, because I haven't got the thing in front of me, but I think the Chargers are your great value for the year. Okay. Just saw Kelsey went down today for the Chiefs. And they were saying ACL potentially it's not. It's something, it might be a cruciate. Anyway, it's a two-week knee injury. But – the charges are the team that I tipped last year, and I just I think there's no talk or hype about them. And I obviously go for the Ravens, so I'll be having a little um, a little go at them too. But charges are my, you know, my locks weekly. Beautiful, good stuff, man. Good work. Beautiful, good. guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Aces Premiership Countdown. Uh, it's the finals. It's uh, finals fever, and we can't wait to see what happens this week. So good luck to everyone playing. Shout out to our man Dunks, obviously playing for the Lions, who does the podcast, Ads and Dunks, and everyone else that's been on here. Thanks for your support, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Aces Premiership Countdown. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but i got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code ACES and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Confused about what markets to include in your Ned's Same Game Multi? Or is the game about to kick off? With Ned's popular Same Game Multi, see what bets are trending with like-minded punters and simply add it straight to your bet slip within the app. Think it needs more? You can customize or add more legs for bigger odds quickly and easily within the Neds app, so you can take it to the Neds level. Take it to the Neds level. 
Download the Neds app now and look out for the popular same-game multi-tab. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.